Hello, everyone. This is Chris Van Dyne from North Coast Sports. You'll hear me here every week during football season with my main man, Stu, from the StuCast. And just want to let everyone know we got a lot going on at North Coast. We got Power Sweep coming up. Going to be releasing that at the end of August. And get on board for Power Sweep at ncsports.com. Definitely check out our podcast on ncsports.com. And like I said, you'll hear me every week giving out some of the best handicapping picks that you will get in the industry uh, with Stu and Bobcat every week here, as well as at North Coast Sports, ncsports.com. And we're looking forward to football season. All right, everybody, welcome back. It is week two of the Pick'em podcast. Today we got lined up the Fighting McConaughey's hosting the Rolling Crimson Tide, Roll Damn Tide. All right. And also Pittsburgh facing a small little team from a small little city in the state of Tennessee from Knoxville, the Volunteers. We're going to get to those games, but first, let me introduce my esteemed panel. We start off with the whole effing show, Mr. Wednesday Night, Chris Van Dyne, CBD of North Coast Sports. Chris, how are you? How are things at North Coast? I'm good, and things are great at North Coast. Well, things could have gone better last week at North Coast. We did not have a good week. Uh, 0-4 in early phones, but we, for whatever reason, we always do poorly on the first week. So I know we're going to bounce back this week. I actually like a lot of games on, uh, this week. Um, as far as how I'm doing, great. I'm going to Pittsburgh this week to catch that Tennessee pit game, and uh, I, I I might be slightly intoxicated when I'm there. So and, and the casino's right there. Be putting down a lot of bets. Probably hopefully winning some money. And if you see a slot machine with a buffalo on it, play it. That's my best advice I can give you. Slot um, machines. No there big you orange. Go. Big orange. Uh, next up, of course. He is a warrior of the Raritan. He dresses up now as a knight, possibly in scarlet. He is the Bobcat, John Castorani. R. You! There we go. That's <laughs> what a game. You, I think you single-handedly willed Rutgers to victory. I, that's, my, that's my thought. Once I fucking saw Gavin back there, quarterback, which... I mean, let's just talk about Greg Schiano, a piece of shit coach that just Oof. starts three fucking quarterbacks, leaves his best fucking most mobile quarterback out of the game. I think they could have ran away with it. But once I saw Gavin back there, big number two, I was like, holy shit, this is scam, dude. And so I played the money lines, dude. You know, I did. I played the fucking money line before kick. You, you took the points. You played the points. You fucking coward. Uh, but yeah, I willed it. Um, I am definitely part of the gang now up there. Um, Stu won money on a slot machine. Yeah, that's at, a wild story. Uh, at Encore on the Buffalo slots. And then we get back and fucking FedEx. Chris was talking about FedEx story earlier. FedEx hit my boy Stu's vehicle. Just fucking <laughs> drugged the entire fucking side of the vehicle. Left the fucking rims in the fucking road so shout out to fedex 
for just leaving the scene of a fucking crime on a on the Lord's Day. Okay, on the Lord's Day, we pull back up. Stu is just he's on a high. He won fourteen hundo on a fucking penny slot on his first fucking play. He comes back home and fucking FedEx has just raped his fucking car. Shout out to FedEx. Shout out to Stu. Shout out to Nationwide taking care of business. I hear Nationwide's on your side, Stu. Glad to <laughs> well, be here. Remains to be seen. Appreciate that, Bobcat. Uh, and finally, the lieutenant. Fresh off a weekend where it only can be described, we have figured out he is a mush. He is bad vibes only. Uh, the lieutenant, J.C. Shelton from UGA Wire, UGA Football Live. And reigning national champion, reigning Stucast champion, and World Series champion, Braves, are uh, now leading the East. Also, cocksucker. Also, cocksucker of his friend's bets. Yeah. Just a cocksucker. Real mush. Jeez. Real mush. Chris, this guy, it, Bobcat has West Virginia money line. To a ton of things that ended up hitting, and what's our good friend the lieutenant do? He fucking right in the middle of it. Give me it. Pittsburgh money line. Not in the middle of it. At the start of the fourth fucking quarter, he's like, "Give me the fucking pit money line, Stu." Yeah, and he fucks me. He absolute fucks me. Nobody he, sent me the like eighteen-page book of rules. It's it's bro code, bro. That, that, that's bro code. Bro that's code bro is code. Betting code. Betting bro, bro code. code. Two different things. It's BB code and B code. It's bro code. You cost okay. me sixty eight hundred. Bro code. You cost. I had a feeling. Not MJ Devonshire. Not JT. No, Daniel. no, it was you. not. Chris, no, it was not because his negative energy and his negative vibes that he put out into the world. I mean, it rattled these kids. I mean, cost it, me the it, whole weekend, bro. It was a sad day. It was a bad day at the Castorani household in Boston. We were in Boston, and then well, what he, happened? He pulled. He pulled Illinois on you. Then what happened? I have the fucking Illinois money line. They fighting Illinois. Maryland fucked me. I just get fucked all weekend long. Just get fucked, dude. Hey, I bet Indiana. So you can blame me on that one, Bobcat. You yeah, blame me. Chris or something. No, yeah, Chris. Chris yeah, played hard. it during the show. You played it with six minutes left with in the fourth spite. You quarter. played it with anger oh. and spite, Chris. And I had don't a feeling, forget, man. I had a feeling. And as soon as I placed this bitch, touchdown picks it. All these fucking infamous, just fucking awful PI calls, holding calls. Every call went against West Virginia. I get it. I get it. It's, stay, it's about Pitt's getting steamrolled this fucking weekend, though, and I'm happy. For stay it. tuned. Stay tuned, folks. UGA Football Live. JC has uh, agreed formally to uh, a nice long apology to the Bobcats. So tune in for that. That's going to be beautiful. I'm, I may start crying. Actually, and, instead of an apology, shave that fucking mustache. Right, that would also you. work. That would also sh- work. If you it's shave the mustache, uh, well, not you, going anywhere. I'll listen for your apology. It, it will be there. Um, it will be loud and proud. Um, you know, I'm still working that out with my people, but um, yeah, let them know. Let your producer yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's get it. into the games. First off, let's let's start with the big one at noon. Bama hosting the fight in McConaughey. Well, 
it's an away game, but they, it doesn't matter. They could, they could play it on the moon. They could play it on Mars. Roll damn tide laying 20 and a half total of 65 and a half. Bobcat, you know, I'm going to you first. Lay it on us. I mean, look, let me start off by saying that, like, I'm going to say what we all know. Okay. Georgia is, I think, better this year than they were last year. Okay. And it's because of the offense. Like, Georgia can have a historic defense, but I think this year with the offense, I think that, uh, I mean, they can, they can put 50 on anybody. Uh, but all that to say, this is a two-team fucking race. It's Alabama, it's Georgia. You're going to see an SEC championship game where whoever wins the SEC championship game is going to lose the natty, period. And the, the talking heads can hype it up as much as they want. Ohio State's losing by fucking three, four scores to either one of those teams on the neutral field, period. Full stop. Like, not even fucking close. CJ Stroud's probably going to get sacked fucking 14 times. Okay. Uh, again, we're talking about Texas. We're talking about Alabama traveling to Austin. It's an 11 a.m. kick central time. Fuck you, Fox. Fuck you, Big Noon kickoff. That's fucking retarded. It's fucking stupid. I get the ratings are there for the Big Noon kickoff because Americans have the attention span of stew on fucking Adderall. And all they want to do is fucking flip back and forth between fucking Pitt playing fucking Alabama A&M, Florida State playing fucking Florida A&M, and fucking Alabama playing Texas. I get it. Degenerate gamblers at noon. But it's going to be hot. I think it's going to be tough for Quinn Ewers. I think I agree with you, Stu. They probably shouldn't have fucking started him week one and week two. He looked like dog shit against ULM. Uh, and you know, I think Nick Saban had the best quote of all time when he said, you know, you guys always talk about our fucking former assistant coaches going out to be head coaches saying that they know us, but you forget, we know them too. Uh, I, I like Alabama here laying 20 and a half. I thought it would go higher than that. I thought it would be more like 24 to 27, 28 even, uh, but 20 and a half, anything under 24, 23 and a half, I'm really I really play. Uh, so 20 and a half. I think, I think Alabama, realistically, I think this game is probably 55-3, uh, 55-7, 63-7. I really like Alabama big in the spot uh, at Texas, especially since they snubbed the band as they did. The million-dollar band can't come because they were in the nosebleeds. But I, I looked for – we had no sacks last weekend. I looked for a lot of sacks this weekend. Dallas Turner, Will Anderson, they're going to need a lot of pressure. Uh, you look at Jameer Oates, who's the true freshman, took out four offensive linemen against Utah State. I get it. It's Utah State. He'll probably take out two uh, Texas offensive linemen. Uh, but really, it comes down to the Brockmire twins. You know, their older brother plays linebacker at Texas. This is a big family rivalry game for them. Uh, so I, I'm looking at that game within the game there uh, at, the, at the offensive line and, and second level right there. So I like Alabama big here. I don't think Steve Sarkeesian, I think, like he said, he's looking forward to December. This game doesn't affect December, which just is Spanish for uh, shit. We're going to fucking lose, but we can still win the big 12. All right. Next up, Lieutenant. 
that's you. You mean champions too? Is that, is that who you're referring to? Until you shave that mustache and get rid of that quaff, you are the lieutenant. It will be here. So get used to it, Stu. Lay your beautiful eyes on this stash. And then don't forget about the taste catcher down here. Okay. Um, it's, it's out of regulations, but continue. So, John, are you going to this one? I'm not. I am going to uh, Charleston, South Carolina this weekend. Fun fact. If you any listeners in Charleston, catch me at Bourbon and Bubbles on Friday night watching uh, degenerate shit. And catch me there probably Saturday, too, watching degenerate shit. Gotcha. Shout out. I thought you'd be at this one, man, but... It's too hot for me. It's too early. I got my head. My head's already fucking sunburnt from the Rutgers game, bro. So, so you got to wear a hat, man. You really went barehead. I went fucking barehead just like I went in your mom. Okay. I, I called you a penis last week. I'll take that. Okay. Um, this one. So this Georgia, Oregon game. Uh, shout out, Go Dogs, Dog Nation. That was a great game. Beautiful stadium. It was a fun time. The way that they played against Oregon, who is one of the better teams in the country this year. I mean, they're going to be second, third in the Pac-12. They've got all Pac-12 selections on both sides. Preseason All-American and Sewell. Uh, Bo Nix isn't horrible, even though he plays like it against Georgia. Oh, I feel like they Georgia, really though. showed us. Oh, and four against Georgia. Yeah. The, the Georgia and the Alabamas of this world, I think are just so far ahead of that tier two, tier three. Um, I think Ohio State's in that tier two still from what I saw against Notre Dame as well. And it, I feel like the gap there, like John was talking about, is just so big that this 20-point line for me against Texas is – I think that's easy money. I think it's at least a three-score game. I know it's going to be cutting it at 21, but I think I would be even confident at 21, 22 – up to 23 points. Um, I don't think it's going to be a 55-3, anything like JC, that. JC, are you seeing reverse line? I'm not going to do that because, you know, I like to win things, so I'm going to keep doing that. But I'm thinking – I think it's a 20-point game, a 21-point game here. I don't know if Alabama is going to put up 50. I could see them doing it, though. I mean, their defense is lights out this year. Look for some more sacks like John was talking about. I mean, I think Dallas Turner – and uh, Will Anderson Jr. are going to get their get their fill this week. I mean, they held back a little bit to Utah State, and other players have to be ready to go and just tear Texas up. They've been hearing about it all off season, uh, so I think they'll be ready to go. And Sarkeesian's going to get it handed to them. Can I say one thing though? You know, it's been playing in the Malmore Athletic Complex all fucking week since Sunday. Is the 2009 Alabama Texas National Championship. I think these boys are fucking ready. And I th I think – I mean, they played Utah State that first week. Yeah, so. and I, I think it was very vanilla. It was very vanilla. Treshawn Holden looks fast as shit. Uh, we have to see what Jameer Gibbs is going to do, what the game plan is. I just I, – I think Alabama is going to put up more than 50. Uh, it's just what, what can Texas get done? We know Sarkeesian is going to throw the sink at him like Hugh Freeze 2014-2015. He's going to throw everything Texas has. You will see the entire Texas playbook by the third quarter, for sure. But Georgia is the best team in the country right now. I'm just saying that. Good luck. 
They beat the fucking shit out of Oregon. I love, I love how we're talking Alabama, Texas, and we spent a solid three minutes on on Georgia. That's actually hey, they looked fucking damn good. This that's, that's great. Going to the games too. You're not gonna let me talk about my in depth analysis. I mean, you're all yeah. uh, Your seats at the game. It's very loose saying you actually went to the game. Well, no, hey, that's what I mean. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm gonna defend you. and I rewatched the game twice. I'm gonna defend JC here. JC went watching? to Mercedes Benz Stadium. It was not Alumni Stadium in Chestnut Hill, which, you know, I mean, Jesus Christ, all the people tailgating that motherfucker, you think they would have had sold out crowd? They did not. That shitty ass fucking stadium. Shout out Boston College, you fucking idiots. But Mercedes Benz Stadium, every seat in that house is a good fucking seat. There's not a bad seat in Mercedes Benz Stadium. Yes, JC he was, was on up. the roof. What do you mean? He was, that's a good seat. That fucking screen. <laughs> Oh, that's a good. No, I, that's saw, a, I bet he still paid yeah. two fifty for that fucking ticket. No, and that's a, a good, good deal. But that's what they were going for. That's a good. I did. I, w- I watched the tape too, Stu. Come on, don't don't doubt. Stu, your don't don't doubt our UGA wire guy. We don't doubt you. He's just still hating about the what happened last week. That's what he's a is. Big Ten homer. It's fine. SEC's way better. We got hey, a I'm Tennessee go green, fan. Go white all day, baby. Yeah. Well, we got a Tennessee fan, a Georgia fan, and an Alabama fan. He just can't compete with. It's Speaking okay. of Tennessee fan, maybe we should let the whole fucking show do his thing. Yeah, hey, yes. I'm a Tennessee fan from Ohio too, so that's kind of that's impressive. I think you're still in the TVA, Tennessee Valley Authority. I think you still get your power from Tennessee, right? Uh, no, no, I no. Don't. Okay, you get your power from Tennessee. <laughs> CBD, why don't you take us home on the Bama game? All right. Um, I've got a couple thoughts on this game. I- I'm probably not going to play it uh, as far as the whole game goes. For me, the play is Bama in the first half because I, I do agree with you guys. I think Bama is going to dominate this game early. But I think Sarkeesian is kind of one of those guys. In a home crowd, he is going to take moral victories. And I could see him punching in a couple touchdowns late in that game that could possibly induce a backdoor cover. So I don't want to mess around with the full game. But when Bama has their starters in against Texas starters, it's going to be ugly. So I think Bama will be up big at halftime. Um, I figure the halftime line is probably what around uh, probably 13, something around there. I, I didn't even look at it. But ten and a half. No, ten and out. Yeah, I'll, I'll take oh, yeah. that. Bama out by two touchdowns at halftime. Yeah. Texas might get a touchdown in the first half. That's about the best they're going to do. Um, Bama will score a lot early and often at Texas defense. I don't really care what last week looked like. We saw enough last year to know that they, they haven't had a defense for a long time. And against this Bama offense with, uh, with Bryce young back who I accidentally called Bryce Robinson in the power sweep uh, this week. And uh, a reader pointed it out correctly. And I, I, I was kind of embarrassed about it, but uh I think the, the halftime line to me is really favorable for Bama. I'd rather stay away from that full game just in case Steve Sarkeesian decides to want to attack on a couple touchdowns late against Bama's reserves and say, oh, yeah, we only lost by 17. Yeah, we, we were in the game. No, not really. Down 31 probably at halftime. I like that. All right, that was that was so good, CBD. I'm going to have you run it right back. Tennessee traveling to Pittsburgh. Laying six and a half over under 66 and a half. You're going to be there. The Vols are your team. What do you like? 
Uh, <laughs> the first thing I, I'll say is I don't like that this line moved uh, uh, in Tennessee's favor. I thought it was, to be fair, yeah, Pitt, Pitt was a little bit disappointing last week. They only won that game by a touchdown, but the line was seven and a half. I mean, they, they basically won right at the expectation. It was a rivalry game. West Virginia's defensive line is pretty stout. Uh, I have some concerns with Pitt's uh, ability to run the ball without Rodney Hammond, who got hurt last week. But their defensive line really gets after it. They had 54 sacks last year. Tennessee's offensive line is a concern. They gave up 44 sacks last year. I just don't understand why this game went from basically, I, th I think in the summer it was Tennessee minus one or two to now they're giving almost a full touchdown. And what we've seen from Tennessee is they can give up a lot of points. Keaton Slovis had moments last week. If, uh, if Bub Means doesn't drop a touchdown pass that was right in his hands, uh, you, you know, Pitt would have been in better shape. They also had a couple of plays where their defensive backs especially at the end of the first half, did not make a play on a ball that at, at the very least could have given Pitt the ball back when uh, that, that ball got tipped up in the air and uh, West Virginia receiver came down for it for a first down and clearly should have been uh, at least an incompletion and Pitt ball uh, on a punt. I just I don't understand why the line moved. To me, Pitt at home is the play here getting six and a half. I don't like it. But I'm not going to play it because I'm going to be there and I don't want to root against my own team. Ultimate angle, though. Tennessee, 0-6 straight up when I am at a game watching them against a Power 5 team. So I've never seen Tennessee beat an actual football team. The only time I ever saw them win a football game was when they played Fresno State. Uh, and that was 2004. And I got two tickets for driving under uh driving an expired license on the way to knoxville that day that was a rough trip uh I I will, uh, yeah I, I was like I'm, I'm going to knoxville i don't give a shit if my license is expired or not and i had expired plates like i was riding as dirty as it gets <laughs> other than the fact i was sober um <laughs> yeah so give me the six and a half on this game it's not going to be a play for me for the reasons i stated i just don't want to run against the balls when i'm at the game you hate to see that bobcat mr mr piscataway what do you like in this one it's a fucking revenge game for tennessee and josh hype and hendon hooker remember joe milton got hurt last year at the fucking pit at tennessee game they lost 41 34 that's when we first saw hen dog right i'm a i am a hen dog i'm a hen dog for life okay and i fucking hate tennessee tennessee is right under auburn it's just puke, trash collector fucking orange. Like, you ate a bunch of pumpkins and you puked it, and it's fucking gross. Knoxville's gross. Nalen Stadium's fucking gross. The whole fucking, the checkered board is fucking gross. I fucking hate Tennessee. You don't like troughs? I fuck, you know, you guys are some, I hate blue tick hounds because of fucking Tennessee. Like, I fucking hate the Smoky Mountains because of Tennessee. But I'm telling you right now, Josh Heupel is going to fucking put 40 fucking points up on these motherfuckers in the first three quarters. And I don't think Pitt and Kendon Slavis can fucking hang just because there's such a talent gap. Look, last year was 41-34. 
that was that that would have covered six and a half. I'm sure Pitt was probably laying six and a half last year. I like this fucking flip-flopped. I see this as a fucking I see this more as like a 48, 49, 35 ball game with Pitt scoring points late when Tennessee brings in their second stringers to try to build some depth because they play in the SEC West. Chris mentioned 0-6 against Power 5 schools. I forgot Pitt was a fucking Power 5 school, to be honest with you. I forgot that shit. After what Clemson looked like on uh, Monday night, you know, that was horse shit. Clemson looks like a bag of dicks. Uh, The ACC, Virginia Tech losing to our fighting monarchs down there. I, I, I forgot Pitt was a power five. I thought Pitt was still playing against Yale and Harvard up there in the Ivy League. But, like, give me Hendon Hooker. Give me the fucking six and a half. I'll fucking take – I'll eat that shit all fucking day, okay? All fucking day. And I, I just think, what weapons are you throwing to? Like, West Virginia is not a good football team. They should have lost to West Virginia. Yeah, I get it. The defensive line looked good, but shit. It ain't the defensive line Tennessee's got. I mean, Tennessee's coming into the ball game with some fucking SEC studs. I think we see this. I know yeah. the SEC is twelve and one or whatever Bob, we finished because of LSU. But Bobcat, I, I got to point out though, I mean, Tennessee's defensive SEC studs gave up how many points against Purdue in the in the in the bowl game last year? I, it's, we ain't talking bowl game, man. This is I a new year, that, but their defense is a new not year full of studs yet. They gave up ten points against Ball State. 10 points against Ball State, which, hey, we don't know. Which who the fuck somebody Ball State laughed is. at when they when they gave up that field goal with five seconds left to blow somebody's total out of the water. So somebody <laughs> laughed about that. So let's not forget. I had to chuckle. I had to chuckle because that was a it's Ball State garbage. It's garbage. That was, I know. Chris, that I was know. a horrific turn of events. What was more horrific? Was it Dabo Sweeney scoring to fuck you guys over or Ball State? I, I reverse line Clemson to 30, so he actually hooked me up. Yeah, well, I just I just think Pat <laughs> Narduz, I think Pat Narduzzi's overmatched here. I think this is an easy Tennessee victory. Tennessee's gonna be one and six after you're done with this fucking weekend. Enjoy Heinz Field. I'm sure Kenny Pickett will be in attendance because I don't think he's starting for the fucking Steelers this weekend. Um, but yeah, shout out to the Tennessee volunteers. I, I like him this year. I'm taking them. I'm taking them to finish second in the East. I fucking like Tennessee this year. Give me Tennessee. 100%. All right. We go from Paul Feinbaum to Saving Private Ryan, J.C. Shelton. What do you think? So I, I like this game to be a 10 to 13 point game. I don't think Tennessee is going to have any sort of a blowout or anything like that or three score game. I think it's right there. Um, I didn't like Pitt. I didn't like how they played. I, I think Slavis was running for his a life a lot um West Virginia's defensive line I didn't think was supposed to be that good that made them look good um I think Tennessee has enough on that defense of, as far as a pass rush goes to keep him off his spot enough um force him into bad throws his receiver he who's he who's he gonna throw to you know um he needed guys to step up in that pit game and they were just letting him down and that and that first week against Virginia West Virginia so I, I don't think he has those guys to be able to keep up with Tennessee's offense um, Henning Hooker, Bobcat said it good. There was it's a revenge game for those guys. Um, you know the way they can score points. I, I think, you know, m- maybe Pitt gets some garbage time touchdowns, um, makes it a ten point game at the end. But I think that six and a half is a good line if you're a Tennessee fan. 
and I hope Chris gets one, gets a dub. Gotta That's give Chris a dub. Come on, buddy. Gotta I mean, I would like one in Knoxville when I drive. Son. I drive six and a half hours. Here's the crazy thing. Out of those six losses, they were winning five of them going into the fourth quarter. <laughs> so Wait, you so you're, are you, you telling me, Chris, you just said you're driving six and a half hours? No, 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 no. When I drive six and a half hours to Knoxville, I'd like to see – I'd like to see him win one of those games, but I'll take one in Pittsburgh. I thought you were giving me like a, a moment here where you're like driving six and a half hours and the line is six and a half. You take the fucking six and a half. <laughs> like, it's a sign. It's like it's like on Wednesday. It's Wednesday, right? On Wednesday, we do arms, right? Like, because if no, you want to take a because if you want to take a chick to dinner before you slam your shit. meat sh- in her shitter, your arms better be fucking swollen. Your this is the shortest drive I will ever have to a Tennessee game. That's excellent. And and Ronnie Coleman over here is freaking out. So let's head to a quick break on the flip side of this. A new leader in the clubhouse <clears throat> of despair and sadness and the picks. One. Back with the best part of this show, the picks. Tough week. Here on the Stewcast, uh, new leader in the clubhouse. And it realistically, it's only going to last for a very short time. CVD, 03 and a push. A tough week for CVD, but he's going to write the ship. He loves the board. I hate the board this week. He loves the board. That's why you got to get on North Coast. Somebody loves something. You got to back him up. Check your spam. Check your spam. Check your spam. <laughs> hit up hit up North Coast. Get some ideas on some plays. I know I'm going to be hitting up North Coast this week because I need some help. This board is not speaking to me. CVD, please enlighten the good people and uh, put the Bobcat in his rightful place. All right. Um, first, and last week was awful. I'm- Part of the reason I, I love it is because I know I'm on a bounce back week. Uh, give me Colorado State. It's our it's our top playing power suite, four star on Colorado State. Middle Tennessee was absolutely dreadful last week. Got beat 44 to 7 against James Madison. That does not tell the whole story, though. In the first half, they were outgained uh 301 yards to 24, out first down 19 to 2 by James Madison, who just moved up to the FBS. Now, James Madison is, was a really good FCS program. So, you know, if, if that had been a close game, they were a slight underdog, you know, that that's explainable. But 44 to 7, and you, you were blown out in the first half like that, and you only put up 24 yards in the first half? No, that, that's inexcusable. Colorado State at home, first game under Mike Norvell. He brought basically the entire Nevada football team, other than Carson Strong and Romeo Dubs, with him in elevation um you know you can't gauge much from colorado state last week so uh the only only downside to this is the fact that the lines jumped up a couple points because i think people are realizing middle tennessee is terrible and rick stock still might be on his way out if they want to pay that buyout i I believe he has a four million dollar buyout which is ridiculous for middle tennessee but he's kind of wearing out his welcome there csu your lock chris (laughs) All right, uh, three star. Uh, another play I'm going to go with. Uh, another play we had in Power Sweep, Illinois. Uh, Bobcat, you mentioned Illinois last week. 
they should have damn good football team. Damn good football team. Yeah, they should have beat they should have beat Indiana. They were the better team last week. Uh Middley was lucky on that game. Um they have a really good running back in Chase Brown. Virginia gave up over 220 rushing yards a game last year. Biggest issue for Virginia this year, lost every offensive lineman they had from last year's team, basically. They brought in an FCS transfer. Everybody else was a backup last year on an offensive line. They couldn't run the ball anyways. New coach, Tony Elliott, first road game. I I think Illinois is the better team. They're definitely better in the trenches. And Brennan Armstrong is a good quarterback, but when, you know, it's sort of the same situation as Boston College, he's going to be getting licked. And that Illinois defensive line is pretty good. So uh, give me Illinois laying the points. Uh, next up, I'm going to go with uh, one of the games I gave out in the Power Suit podcast, my total, Boston College versus Virginia Tech under. Uh, Boston College's offensive line is atrocious. atrocious. They rushed for less than 30 yards last week. Virginia Tech's offense isn't much better. Grant Wells is a poor quarterback. The one thing that will save them this week is – you know, you you hope he doesn't throw another four interceptions. So um, I, I think that Boston College is not going to put up a lot of points because of that offensive line. Virginia Tech's more methodical this year. They don't have much explosion to them. They don't have an explosive running back. They don't have any explosive receivers. If they're going to score, it's going to be a long, sustained drive. Probably going to be kicking a lot of field goals here. Boston College, Virginia Tech, under totals 46 earlier today. Give me, I'm going to go back to a team that screwed me last week, Maryland. Give me Maryland laying 27 against Charlotte. Uh, Talia did not throw a touchdown pass last week. Real letdown. That was a big uh, – I was shocked by that. I was shocked that they couldn't throw the ball better on Buffalo. I think that they're going to be uh, pretty fired up to get the offense going this week against the Charlotte is, team. That- is Chris Reynolds starting – uh, I don't know yet, but I can tell you this. Last week, Charlotte gave up uh, oh, to, did, 559 yards. Correct. What's that? Was it William and Mary? Yes. They gave yeah. up 559 yards to William and Mary, who rushed for 303 yards on them. If, uh, you know, Roman Hemby can't top 100 yards against Charlotte and Talia can't throw for – probably 400 against this defense. Talia. Um, Talia. Yeah. I, 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 I always call him Tali. Like South Talia. <laughs> His Same nickname is, he goes by Leah. Talia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think he could throw 400 yards this week. Um, so give me Maryland Lang of 27 against the terrible Charlotte team. Uh, I'll go ahead. I'll tell you what, I'll throw the Bama first half line on to my card. Uh, as far as my underdog play, give me Eastern Michigan plus 11. Anytime you see Eastern Michigan's an underdog on the road, you just take it. They are 20 and five as an away dog. Chris Creighton, shout out. Yeah. Well, the I, fight I think, in Imani Bates. I think it just comes down to uh, the public doesn't know anything about Eastern Michigan ever. So they just assume they always suck. Their lines are always uh, overinflated to the wrong way. They're usually a better team than people expect. And, you know, th- th- there's always some line value with uh, with Eastern Michigan. Um, 
Tell you what, I'll throw out two more plays I really like. East Carolina against Old Dominion. I'll lay the 12 and a half with East Carolina. Uh, Pirates off a one-point loss, heartbreaking loss against NC State. Should have won. Should have won. Ehlers threw some just unforgivable picks. Just what are you thinking picks? Yeah. Now, on the flip side, Old Dominion absolutely should have lost that game. Um, Four interceptions by Grant Wells. I don't think Ehlers is going to have that same issue against Old Dominion. Uh, Old Dominion was – they only put up 245 yards last week against Virginia Tech. I think that uh, uh, East Carolina is going to move the ball well against uh, Old Dominion. And I don't think that Old Dominion is going to be able to put up many points on East Carolina, considering if they can shut Devin Leary down, they can shut Hayden Wolf down. So uh, also a very good home crowd. East Carolina has a very strong home edge. Those people get hyped up for, uh, for football down in Greenville, North Carolina. You wouldn't think it. And uh I'm going to call for a shocker here. The one play that I, the, the one game I look at that I, I see outright upset possibility, I'm going to take Stanford on the money line to beat USC. I just, I, I don't know how well they're going to gel this early in the season. Conference game, the USC's weak in the trenches. I think Stanford can, can physical them up and possibly pull the upset. So I'm going to take a chance here. Go with the money line on on Stanford and uh, try to take some value. Jesus Christ. Hey, over seven points this year. I'm adding double. I'm adding double. So you can double up right there on a money line over seven points. I'm, I'm going to give that out. He had 56 plays. It, it's it, I told you all of them in the state of Virginia, Bobcat. So we got to get on the them, horn yeah. to our friends in New Jersey. Hey, and there's a lot of plays I didn't even use that I like. God damn! Hold it well, back. Well, well, I, I will, I will get a hold of you before the week's end. Let's move on to the Bobcat, who you got yourself out of the basement until next week. Uh, four and a half, twelve, and a push. Remember, reverse lines get the Bobcat one point five wins this year um, because he reverse lines fifteen games a week. Uh, I didn't Bobcat, congrats week, on, on uh, getting out. You're shooting 33% right now from the field. That's Kobe. <laughs> sure. Uh, what, what can you do for us today? I've only got three plays this week, Stu. I've got no dog. I've got three locks. These are guaranteed to hit money. Hear me out. Guaranteed I mean, the spirit is money. you give a dog out. I can't give a dog out because I fucking hate the board. Okay. I fucking hate the board. Like okay, this is, sure. this is pro. Like, I, I agree with you. Like this board this week, it's fucking hot. It's literal monkeypox. Okay. And it's three literal. locks for the Bobcat. Two yeah. and four, by the way. Two and four on the locks. Three locks this week. We're going to make it uh, five and four after this week. Uh, give me Tennessee. We talked about it. Six and a half. They're laying six and a half. I like it. I'm not fucking reverse lining it, Stu. I'm not fucking reverse lining the six and a half. Six and a half, I think, is a gift. It's a blessing. Even if this is a close game, I would rely on Hendon Hooker over Kendon Slavis to score the last seven points of the game and put them up seven points. We're going Louisville. 
I know that you boys lost your fucking dicks on Louisville because Louisville is hell. Louisville is fucking atrocious. Like one of the worst football teams. The ACC this year. Let's just say that. Let's just fucking get it out there. The ACC this year is fucking AIDS. Like it is. It's full blown they, AIDS. It's not HIV. It's full blown AIDS. Sam well, Hartman Brian coming Kelly, back. Brian Kelly's even worse than that. Then. Yeah, I mean, yeah, oh yeah, Brian, Brian Kelly, AIDS and monkeypox together. I mean, Family. you lose it, you lose a game in fucking uh, the Superdome. Let's talk about that. Real quick. You lose, you lose a game in the fucking Superdome, which is a fucking home game, and then oh, you, you, you Florida bitch, State. you bitch at the fucking media for not showing up on time, and a media personality. Quips back. Well, if you won, we'd be on time, little bitch. And he didn't have his accent when he called. And him he was like, either. he and he, he that could, Louisiana accent when he called yeah, him out. No, yeah, he couldn't say shit. But this isn't about winning. Yes, it is about winning. You're at fucking LSU now, bro. You better fucking win, or Coach Ogeron, you're on the fucking curb with Coach Ogeron. You're eating grass with less miles. You're selling Hummers and you're eating fucking grass. Seventeen million dollars in my pocket, though. I'm yeah, know. yeah, but now. Anyway, Louisville fucking fucked y'all last week. <laughs> Louisville sucks. Okay. Yes. And so Louisville at what? Can I call a timeout, Bobcat? I am sorry. But we keep bringing this game up. Chris, w- I was watching the game stats. Some of the weirdest stats you'll ever see in a game. Louisville certainly was a lot better on the stat sheet than what the seven points they put up was what do you got any more intel on the game because we couldn't see it because we were in a a deep hole in the recesses of boston i know what it is though so i i missed part of the first half because i was on we had my anniversary dinner but happy uh, anniversary thank you Uh, they, they did move the ball uh, a couple times. Louisville drove to the goal line at the end of the half, had a chance to make it 17-14, and uh, I believe they got stopped on downs. Um, the, the issue for Louisville was they were giving Garrett Schrader all day. They could not rush the passer, and they made Garrett – I text my brother. I was like, dude, when the hell did Garrett Schrader become Dan Marino? He completed 12 of his four, first 14 passes – that dude can't hit the broad side of a barn most of the time. So uh, it was a combination of things. They couldn't protect Cunningham. Cunningham was getting beat down. Uh, and then they couldn't get after the quarterback. They, they, they really struggled to rush the passer. Uh, you know, they, they gave up three sacks, but it seemed like Cunningham was running for his life most of the time. They're trying to not use him as a runner, like a running quarterback uh, in design runs as much. And just didn't look like it worked. And, you know, it, it was uglier than the final score indicated. Yeah, I got it. It's the fight in Dino Babers. I talked about it last week on the pod. Y'all were fucking doubting Syracuse and the fight in Dino Babers. I'm just, I'm just telling you. You were like, they need to fire him. And I'm like, no, nah, man, he'll. He gets those boys ready to run through a fucking brick wall, and they ran through that brick wall called Louisville. Period. Yeah. Louisville's garbage. Syracuse might win the fucking ACC. A wall this fucking of rate. paper. Oh, yeah. Wall, a wall of fucking paper that you fucking stuff gifts with in those fucking Walgreens bags with glitter on them. Yeah, I agree. All right. UCF's laying five fucking points. It's in Orlando. It's at the worst stadium ever, Camping World Stadium. Shout out to Rob, the fucking Mongo, who went down there. 
uh, with Bombs Away Bob and Jeff and Dave. You fucking degenerates. Awful fucking stadium in Orlando there. I like UCF. Give me the fucking five points. I'm taking. Wait, the you just five. said you just said you like Louisville. No, I never said I like Louisville. You did at the beginning. I yeah, was you did say too, you, you're taking Louisville. I'm My taking Louisville to get Louisville. their ass beat. I'm taking Louisville <laughs> to get their ass beat. Okay, Not, I don't like fuck. Louisville at all. I think Louisville's garbage. Give me the fighting Gus Bus Malzahn of fucking <clears> UCF. <throat> Give me that. I'm taking it. It's five points. I might even reverse line this, boys. Da da da. Da da da. Said you weren't going to. So. We're going to reverse line it right You're here. You heard, four, there. you heard it here. Give me nine fucking points, UCF. <laughs> laying fucking nine. I'm going to fucking take them by nine. God damn, we're fucking hot. I like Gus Malzahn in this spot. Louisville. Oof. There's a lot of fucking Auburn transfers on that UCF team. If Syracuse calls Malik Cunningham some fucking problems, oh, my oh my Jesus Christ. They're going to run the Delaware t- wing tee right up your fucking ass and sack the quarterback 20 times. Give me fucking UCF lane nine. Reverse line it. Final game, final lock. Not reverse line in this one. This one is uh, this one's near and dear to my heart. Alabama lane 20 and a half. I thought it would be more. I thought it would be more. I like Chris's analysis, though, where Chris said, uh, take Alabama in the first half. I actually like Alabama in the first half. I'm playing that, too. Taking Alabama in the first half. Alabama, I – Yes. This, I'm going to make it four locks. I'll take Alabama in the first half. I literally right now, Alabama first half, 13 and a half. 13 and a half in the first half. Give me Alabama land. It's, it's 13 and, and a half. Not on my fucking book. All right, give me 10 and a half. I'll take that. That is easy money. Give me the 10 and a half, Stu. But also give me the total game, the full game at 20 and a half. I like Alabama laying 20 and a half. I'm not touching that fucking total. Lord only knows what will fucking happen if I touch the total. Alabama, 20 and a half. This is a oh, Quinn Ewers is going to fucking like rupture his patella like a friend of ours, a friend of the pod. Uh, I, I hear that's pretty bad. I hear that it fucks up your quads. I hear that it it just it you can't walk upstairs. You have to like use your ass. You have to like shimmy upstairs. All right, let's get to my picks here. A little too soon. <laughs> Eight and six coming into the season or into week two. Uh, I'm gonna make it quick. I'm adding Bama first half to my card. Uh, UCF, give me the fighting Plumleys laying five. Kentucky, Florida, over 52. This is a game that just screams points. I feel like it's a little bit low of a total. Uh, South Alabama, Central Michigan. What I can't wait for this game. It might be on stadium or something weird, but I'm going to take the over 59. I think the Jaguars have a nice little offense, and we know CMU can score points. I'm not sure about their defense per se, but. Hey, Chris, Stu, that's a Jim Seaman play. Put you it on is? that game okay. though, Stu. Yeah, Jim, Jim put that no, on no, no. the podcast. Let everybody I, I, I know. I like that game. Let everybody know, Stu, who put you on that fucking game on Sunday. Myself. Come on. No. Uh-uh. No, sir. You said no, no sir. You said you said South Alabama's gonna win. You're damn right they're gonna win. Okay. Do you and want me you... to add it to your card? No. Okay. No, nah, I don't play South Alabama. <laughs> Give me the junior varsity taking out the uh, Hawaii. Lane 51, that's probably – they're probably going to cover pretty easily. 
Um, Stanford, my underdog play of the week. I'm going to take the eight points. I'm not going to get uh, frisky like CVD here because, again, somebody's got to dethrone JC here, and it won't be the Bobcat. So give me Stanford plus eight. And then my lock of the week, rolling, damn, tied, and Austin, Bama laying the 20 and a half. Oh, my God. Alabama's going to fucking lose now. We're going to fucking lose now. I'm See? done. I'm done. I quit. Right. I'm leaving. That's We're done. Excellent. We're losing. All right. Jesus let's head over to fight. Hamburger Hill here. as J.C. Shelton clocking in nine, three, and one. Um. Look at is him. That, is that an Alabama championship? That ring? is a fucking Alabama championship ring. I, see the, pretty legit. I see the mullet. Y'all see the mullet? I In see the, the NL mullet. East, baby. Oh, man. Okay. I had to break this thing out. Roll Tide, JC. I didn't know you were Locks. rocking Roll Tide. Don't the you Locks dare disrespect JC, your Braves two like one. that, son. Underdog plays 2-1-1 one one on the year, JC. Let them let rip. All right. So, um, and we're all taking it. I mean, Bama, that's my lock. That's one of my locks. Actually, no, that's my only lock. I only got one lock this week. Bama, minus 20. Um, and since we're all taking it, I was, I'll take the first half too at 10. I mean, I was thinking about eh, should as I a take lock it? or just a regular. Everybody play. else is taking it. No, we'll just play it. We'll just play it. We'll just play it. Um, and then I've got Tennessee at Pitt. I like Tennessee enough to put it on the card. Six and a half. Um Nobody's played this one. I'm interested to see what you think about Kentucky, Florida. Allen saw played the, the line total. at four and a half. It's moved to six, I think, <laughs> since I looked at it earlier today. And it's actually the lines come down. It it opened at six and a half, really? I believe, and it's okay. down to four and a half. Okay, okay. So I read that wrong. Okay, but I will take Kentucky. I think it's a three point game. I don't think Florida. Is that your listen, underdog of the week? Uh, yes. Yes. One of them. I got another dog, too. Got two dogs, one lock. Bama's the lock. Um, one dog is UK here. I think that this is a three-point game, rivalry game. I think Will Levis is going to be improved this year. Waiting to hear about Chris Rodriguez, that's making me a little nervous because the NCAA apparently is holding him up. And I also, I just found out last week, and I didn't recognize this guy's name for as long as I've, you know, covered – Georgia and seeing them play Kentucky, but Ramon Jefferson for Kentucky, I blocked for his ass in middle school. The kid was the truth. Quick as hell. He's gotten bigger because that man was like four foot tall, but give me Kentucky. Now, you know right. Jefferson tore his ACL, right? Damn. No, he did not. Yeah, ah, bad vibes. Bad vibes. Chris. What a mush. I, I Chris. hate to do that. He did. What a today. mush. Prayers up for my boy. Prayers oh my, my boy, god! Ramon. The yeah. negative, the negative. I, I just wanted to make sure JC knew that. Like, no, I know I Chris. Bad. He's talking about. I'm like Bobcat. Oh, is, man, is, it, is it fair to? Uh, did JC cause uh, uh, his his friend his his <laughs> don't you dare friend, did, did he cause that injury, dude. Bobcat? Prayers I, up. I think he did. I think he did. Shout out! Shout out to Kentucky in his honor. In By the way, honor, this is the ACL's second week honor. in a row CVD has absolutely crushed somebody's statement. <laughs> and I love no, it. it. That's the second week in a row he's absolutely crushed JC's statement. JC no, was last like, week, JC was like, like oh, the last time Michigan's won by 30 over anybody? And Chris proceeded to list like five that's, games from that's last That's true. Year. That's true. But JC was like, ODU? I like Virginia Tech. 
Virginia Tech's bringing Why are you giving me your accent? That's how you talk. That's how I talk. That's how I talk. Fuck, dude. Um, Kentucky, Stu, Kentucky still taking him for Ramon Jefferson's ACL's honor. R.I.P. Ramon Jefferson's ACL. God, right. somebody send help to his family because J.C. is bad. Is he just fucking cursed? As I'm only leading. I'm only leading. Cursed. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, Baylor at BYU. Baylor's three and a half. I like Baylor. Um, BYU sucks. No, BYU, BYU's three and a half, right? I read that wrong. Yeah, they're getting three and a half. Yeah, so give me Baylor. I think Baylor wins this game. I really do. I, li- I like their team. I think they're talented. I think they're going to end up one or two in the Big 12 um, easily. Let me go. Georgia Southern. The Georgia Southern Eagles. Hail Southern. I was a former Eagle. Did a year there. Easiest classes of all time. At Nebraska. Scott Frost. Shit show Nebraska. Uh, 23 points Nebraska's getting. Give me Georgia Southern as my other dog. You're going to want to play this, guys. It's easy money because Georgia Southern, the Eagles, baby. They're ready. They're ready to go. Clay Helton's got them, got them ready. All right? 23 points they cover. USC. You know, I'm going opposite of you, buddy. I'm going opposite of you, Chris. This is going to be interesting. I'm, I'm, I, I kind of sad you said this. Uh, made me rethink, but I'm going to stick to my guns here. USC to cover. And we're dead in the water, Chris. USC, <laughs> the cover. He just mushed the fucking. No, they mushed me first because I already had this written down, bitch. I already had it written down, so I'm going to play it. USC. I saw on ESPN they were talking. USC's going to be really good. They said it Skip. on game day. Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless said USC is the best. Hit me up Saturday night, boys. Hit me up Saturday night. We'll see what happens. Um, we know you'll be texting anyway. You'll be and I'm fucking also, texting anyway. Also, Chris, Virginia Tech. Uh, that was a good point. It made me rethink this one as well. But two and a half, I like Virginia Tech. I think that at home, you know, coming off that shitty game they, they played at Old Dominion. Are they at um, home for this one? Have we I believe so. Sure? Yes, I they did are. Check. I did yes. check, <laughs> and I made sure to look at what part of Virginia they were playing at this time. And they are at home. And San, uh, what's that song they play? Who knows? Inner, Inner Sandman. Sandman. That guy. Yeah, that. I almost said Sandstorm. Um, Inner you don't Sandman, know your Metallica. That's two sad. and a half points. I like them to to win this game by at least three. And those are the plays. I got an addition, Stu. I forgot to mention it. I forgot. Oh. To, I do have a dog. I had a dog the whole time. I just pulled up my card because y'all were talking about what the lines were. I pulled up my fucking card, and we talked about it before we started filming. You only had three picks, Bobcat. Only I know. Three. I have I have a fourth one. But now you've had four. Oh, now you, now you have a fifth, fifth one. one. I, this yeah, is my this fifth is one because I played Alabama first half. You're right. Okay. You're right. You're right. So you're alive. Arkansas State is getting 44 points against Ohio State in the fight in Butch Jones. I think that is way too fucking much. Way too fucking much. Give me Arkansas State plus 44, Stu. We talked about it. I – it's not that I'm confident because this is a this is a, a separate ticket by itself, uh, and not with my my four banger parlay. I would never include this, but I, I I like it enough to mention it on the pod. I just think Butch Jones. I don't think he's going to lose by 44 points to Ohio State. I I just I can't fathom Ohio State beating anybody by 44 points right now. Uh, to, I'll let you guys discuss it. Chris, I'm interested in your thoughts there. Uh, 
The only thing that worries me there is Arkansas State's defense. Uh, what they gave up last year, it was ungodly. Their defense was atrocious. They gave up uh, uh, 39 points and 506 yards per game playing Sunbelt teams, 680 yards they allowed to Memphis last year. But, I mean, I, I'm so indifferent about this game. you got to think that Arkansas State could probably score a touchdown or two. James Blackman has been at Arkansas State for seven – or has been playing college football for like 17 years. I, th- I think he is an 18th-year senior. So Him and Hunter Renfro played together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe I saw his name on a roster. I'm like, really? He's still there. Um, but CJ Stroud and those weapons they have, though. I mean, if they get going, maybe they'll be on a you know complete oh, revenge geez. tour Here from looking like mo- shit. Here comes the Notre Dame. He's mushing me again. Again, I'm not going to make a pick. You make a pick, and he mushes you. It could be. I'm not going to play it. Fucking one thing I will point out: Ohio State only has Toledo on deck, so they're not really in a look ahead spot, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm not playing that game either way. I mean, I yeah, so I I think this is – so here's a stat that stood out to me, and I thought Chris would for sure say it. Arkansas State, their last three games against top ten ranked teams, right, they've lost – this is not under Butch Jones, but Jones never played a top ten team. Shout out Butch Jones. They have lost against top ten ranked teams by an average of 51 points per game. And I just think we're breaking that fucking streak this fucking week, baby. It's the fight with Butch Joneses. Can't go 0-4, that's for sure, folks. Can't go 0-4. Can't go 0-4. Thanks to CBD. Check out North Coast Sports. Check out our boy uh, over there uh, in Platoon, J.C. Shelton, UGA Football Live. Got Aaron Murray on the pod this week. UGA Wire. Go there for all your best team in the country needs. Uh, for the time being, and the Bobcat, catch him at, uh, I don't know, the local blotter for your local newspaper. Until next week, we'll see you. Good luck.